We're back on Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack, and it's time to bring in our resident bug expert from MU Extension, Tamara Rial. Uh, hello, Tamara. Hi, it's great to be back. Yeah, we uh, talked at the Christmas holiday about bed bugs, and that kind of freaked me out. Uh, but now that the weather is starting to warm up, uh, we're starting to see bugs come out. And, um, there's some good bugs and bad bugs uh, for your garden and things around your home, and that's what we want to talk about. Hey, Tamara, my first question, just in, in general, how warm does the temperature have to get before the bugs uh, come back to life, come out from underground? Well, it kind of depends. Um, you, we'll start seeing more insects when, when it gets above 50 consistently. So at 50 degrees, insects are able to move a lot more freely. They're, they're cold-blooded. And so when it's cold, they can't move very fast. Yeah. We do sometimes see insects that come out a little bit before that, um, but generally we won't see the big flush of insects until it's about 50 degrees consistently. Is there a, a certain bug or a certain insect that when you see it, you can say, okay, you know what, and this might be like an old farmer's type of thing, but when you see a particular type of bugs that, you know what, now we're going to have warm weather. Now things are really going to start warming up. Like, is there a smart bug over any others? Oh, I wish that there was. Um, I know that I, I start when it starts getting a little bit warm and I start seeing bugs or bees, I start getting really excited. Um, but then also when it starts getting a little bit warm and I start seeing mosquitoes, then I start, you know, getting the shivers. Tamara Rial is with us from MU Extension, and we'll be talking about good bugs, bad bugs for your garden, uh, just general stuff. All right, so let's say the weather warms up, gets up into the 50s, and now all of a sudden these little guys, they start, you know, creeping up. And then we get those uh, nights where it dips back below freezing. Do they're like, uh-oh, hey, I'm going back. To, do they go back down? To, what do they do? Like when they get hit with a cold snap like that, are they smart enough to run? Or are they stuck? Or do they run for leaves? What, are they, <laughs> what do they do? Run for cover? Well, yeah, because they are cold-blooded, they just slow down. And so a lot of insects will have places under leaves or on, on like the underside of a leaf or on bark or places like that where they, they'll just be um, and they'll just slow down. And so they stop moving when, when it gets cold. A lot of our insects have been here. Um, if they're native to here, you know, they, they've adapted to our environment. So they they're just built for being able to handle these extreme temperatures when it gets really warm, like when it's 60 or even 70 in, in the daytime and then cools down to the twenties in the evening or in, at night. Yeah. So they're, they're adapted for that. They can, they can handle it. Yeah. All right. So as we start getting out into our gardens, what type of bugs will we start seeing? Will we start seeing a lot more movement and uh, is there anything as, as things are beginning to sprout that we need to watch for very early in spring that, that could be trouble signs? Well, the very first thing that we're going to start looking for with the rain that we're starting to get, you need to be on the lookout for mosquitoes. They are my number one bad bug. Um, not technically a bug. I have to say that because I'm an entomologist. They're, they're technically a fly, but they are the number one, and they respond very quickly to the temperatures. They just need it to be warm for about a week, and we'll start seeing them. So, so I just have to say, you know, PSA right here, as the rain comes down, make sure that you're emptying any standing water because they will start developing pretty quickly. And we, and because they can vector various diseases, a lot of different diseases, they're actually the most dangerous animal on earth. Um, we need to, to be watching for them and taking action right away. Yeah, boy, you know, I guess I just never thought about them being a, a spring nuisance. I always thought more in the summertime, but... It can happen in March and in April, though, too. Wow. 
Well, that is a good PSA, good public service announcement for us, Tamara. All right, so we're going to watch for mosquitoes. What about uh, any other things that we see crawling around as our leaves start to, um, you know, grow? And, and you know, are there going to be things that, that are crawling on them that we'd be like, hey, all right, we're going to spray, get rid of that? Or are there things that we can leave? Well, I do want to point out that most of the insects that we come across are actually beneficial or neutral. So when you say, when are we going to start seeing things come out that we need to spray? I'm going to first off say, please don't. Let's identify the different insects first, because when we can figure out what it is, most likely it's going to be a beneficial insect. And we need that diversity of insects. So many good insects actually eat the bad ones. So um, that said, get out in your garden when, when it starts getting a little bit warm and start looking everywhere. You're going to see lots of different things. One of the insects that I do see more often um, in the spring that, that can just explode in population are aphids. You'll probably start to see aphids. Look at the, the, newly, the new growth and the areas that are going to be um, the most succulent and soft. You'll start seeing aphids. And don't do anything quite yet because the good bugs will come in. We'll start seeing ladybugs too. And, and the adult ladybugs as well as their, their larvae and pupae, which look kind of like teeny tiny little crocodiles. Um, they're kind of unique, but those are, those are good too. Those become adult ladybugs later on. Okay, see, Tamara Rial is with us. She's our uh, bug expert from MU Extension joining us this week. And, you know, and, and I said that too about, you know, spraying or getting rid of bugs because I think most people have a negative connotation. And so all of a sudden you start seeing insects and, and I think just... You know, maybe we've been conditioned through commercials or advertising or whatever it may be, or just, you know, ugh, bugs are scary, bugs are bad, that, oh, you got to get rid of them right away. So have some patience early. What are some things that you should look for with your uh, plants and vegetables, and, and maybe this is later in the summer, if if your plants are under stress from bugs? Well, um, so... Such great questions. And I have to go back to that other thing that you said. Most of the insects, again, they are good. So I'm really glad that you pointed out. Most people do have an ick factor when it comes to anything with more than two legs or four legs. And we love our, we love our pets, whether or not get enough water or even too much water. Those plants are actually more attractive to insects. So if we're taking care of our plants properly, then we're going to have fewer pest problems. So that means making sure that your plants are well watered. Um, and watered appropriately. So you don't want to give them too much, but you need to make sure that they're getting enough. Um, and making sure that they have the right amount of sun and they have the right amount of nutrients. So if you've done your soil testing and you've planted appropriate plants, then your plants are going to be in the best position to be able to handle any insect stress. Now, things that you're going to look for if there are insects. First of all, you'll want to see if there actually are insects there. So if you see an insect... It could be the wrong insect at the wrong time or in the wrong place, but it could actually be a problem. And so either, you know, put it in a, in a bag so that you can take it to your extension, snap a picture of it. But let's get it identified. Um, you might see wilting on the plant. You might see something called stippling, which is like tiny little spots um, where you have a leaf that's supposed to be green and now it looks kind of bronze. That might mean that you have insects. In a case like that, I'd flip the leaf over and look underneath because often these insects will be on the underside. Um, so wilting, wilting is a good sign as well. Um, that The thing is, is we have to know what insect we're dealing with. Um, and even if it's an insect, because it could be a virus, it could be um, a fungus. There are a lot of things it could be. So, so you have to do your inspecting to figure, 
to figure out what's really going on there. Once you identify, are there some safer uh, ways to get rid of them as opposed to spraying? Absolutely. So if once you've identified the insect, if it actually is a pest and you need to do something about it, there are definitely ways that you can do, you can take care of it. So it might mean that you can just flip that, that insect into a container of soapy water. That's one of the easiest ways. Um, or maybe maybe you do need to put something on it, and that might be like a horticulture oil or horticulture soap. So you could spray things like that. So that's that's pretty low toxicity, um, which means that it's it's not going to um, it's not going to be bad for the environment. It's it's not going to last a long time, so it's not going to affect our beneficials as much. Tamara Rial from MU Extension. So uh, to summarize. Uh, most bugs are good. Uh, don't jump to conclusions right away. And uh, if you're unsure, you can always contact your local MU Extension office. There's one in each county, and they'll be able to help uh, figure out the the best route to go and, and how to handle a potential pest. That's absolutely right. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Tamara Rial from MU Extension. Always uh, appreciate you visiting. And this was a lot better than the bed bugs. This one didn't gross me out as much. So. I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for the visit. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.